Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, no spare ribs for Tommy Lee, ZZ Top getting technical, and the horizon is turning on its side. We're keeping our eyes on another great band from the past, this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, everything you want and everything you need, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Hello everybody, I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. A lot of good little tidbits there referencing yeah, just a, a band few that we're going to talk a about. Just a few. Yep. Well done. Well, thanks for listening everybody. Yeah, we appreciate each and every single one, each and every one of you fans out there, or fans or I guess listeners, not fans. You guys aren't really. Maybe you are fans. I don't know. I mean, maybe you're fans, hey, if maybe you, you're if not. You're fans, if you like us and you're listening every week, hey, thank you. We we love it. We appreciate it. Keep listening. And yes, uh, we do. keep commenting, and you can always uh, check us out all over the socials uh, at Guitar Dad's Podcast on Instagram. We are constantly posting on uh, Insta, and uh, you can join our new Facebook group at Guitar Dad's Podcast. Find us, no questions asked. Just join. We'll let you in. No questions. And uh, you know, once in a while on YouTube, you can find a couple things. But otherwise, we're mostly on uh, Instagram, having fun with you guys, and uh, and back and forth on the Facebook group. So thank you to all. Yes, thank you, thank you for all your participation and hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Hopefully, you guys liked the episode last week with Jeremiah. Yes, from Prognostic Pedals. I thought that was a fun little chat we had, Dave. What did you think? Yeah, you guys. You if you guys have not checked out last week's episode, check it out now because it was it was really cool. This dude, this dude is. Uh, I, I think he's he's got some really cool. Uh, he's got some really cool cool stuff, you know. And this this new this yeah. this uh, this what was the pedal called? It was the the. The oh, Babylon, the Sun. Babylon Sun. That was it. Um, ah. Very cool. Like you know, uh, it was a fuzz, but it did more. It was a fuzz and a boost and all these other things. So it was a, a foose with this green ringer. Yeah, green octave ringer octaves, circuit. Yeah, it, it was. It's, it's really. It's it's it sounds like a really badass pedal. Go check out the um, the demos that he's got up on YouTube. You know, and if if you want one of these pedals, if you just love the sound of it, go uh, send him an email, and you're going to have basically a one of a kind pedal. Really, one of a kind pedal because he he does very uh, minimal runs of these things, and I can't wait to see what else this guy's going to do. So yeah, I go, know go it's th- really it was a cool chat. Yeah, I, it was fun talking to Jeremiah. So cool, man. But so anyway, awesome. What do we have going on this week? What's going on in the guitar dataverse? We still don't have news, uh, news and notes, uh, uh, like yeah. intro uh, jingle. You know, we need one of those. Oh we yeah, really okay, yeah. We, I'll get around to that at some point. You get around to maybe next year, maybe episode. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. So anyway. Anyway, yeah. I so think, what's going on, Dave? I think you're just doing too much. I think you need a break. I think this is true. I think it's true. Well, speaking so. of breaks, did you hear this? <laughs> Did you hear? So we we love to we've been for the last year or so we we've like been, to set each other up for transitions. We totally do. Yeah. Um, All right. So anyway, we've yeah, been we've so been we've been bashing Tommy on Lee. we've been bashing on Motley Crue and Vince Neil for the last year. Never thought the stadium tour would actually take off because we thought Vince was too unhealthy to go, but apparently yes, it's did. going okay. Unfortunately, they've hit another snag, of course, because it's yeah. Motley Crue. Vin, um, Tommy Lee has apparently broken uh, four ribs 
Did you hear about yeah, this? Did, did you see how, like, how did he do this? Like how, I actually don't how know. How did he break his ribs? Like what happened? I have no idea. I didn't, I didn't read about it. I just know that he, he broke four ribs and apparently he is playing some of these shows. He's playing parts of these shows, you know, like yeah, three, yeah, four yeah, songs, yeah. whatever you can kind of, you know, work through. Because he says yep. it's incredibly painful. And I can tell you, rib fractures are incredibly painful. Yeah. And there's and, nothing and you if, can do and, about them. And if you've ever seen Tommy Lee drum, you know that this is not a guy that just is like, you know, he's not like Max Weinberg in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is not Max Weinberg in it. No, because he doesn't wear glasses. No, he doesn't wear glasses. It's a totally different drumming style. But yeah, he's like full bore, all body drumming. Yes. So, so like you can totally see like, Probably not going to work with broken ribs, but what he's doing is he's powering through it, and then they got like this, this, this like you know hired gun they pulled in, who supposedly is a great drummer. I forget what his name is, but uh, Tommy um, and then he's Clu- like Tommy Clufetos. I think I'm saying. Oh, Tommy that right. Clufetos. Okay, all right. He's performing. He's, he's like Ozzy's drummer when when Ozzy oh, okay. goes out live. So all right, yeah. So he's like a badass like rock drummer, he's a badass. Like metal rock drummer. So I'm sure he's pretty good and. um you know, so apparently, like Tommy's like, no, I'm gonna go out there and perform and do what I can do, and then, and then just you know be done and let and let this this other Tommy take over. It's funny that they had to find another Tommy to play drums. So. Yeah, but getting back to his style, if you if you aren't familiar with like I, everybody knows who Motley Crue is, but if you're not really familiar with Tommy Tommy Lee's style of drumming, go watch the Muppets because he's like Animal. <laughs> He really is. Supp- right? <laughs> supposedly they supposedly they um they modeled Animal after Keith Moon. You ever hear that story? Yes, yeah, yeah. Jim Henson did, yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tommy Lee obviously influenced um by that style. But yeah, he's totally he's totally that style of drumming. So, so you what's can see, the, like broken ribs? And so wait, work. he's he's modeled after Keith Moon. So what's the next Muppet movie? Like the Muppets OD in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Too early. Too oh, soon. Oh. oh, sorry, Keith. It's been Mupp- a long time. Muppets OD. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <laughs> that was very insensitive. Oh, very you gotta insensitive. Be a cer- you got to be of a certain age to even understand. What yeah, that yeah, that, that, yeah. That that movie came out in like the eighties, like early eighties. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's really funny. Anyway, so yeah, yeah moving um, on. So moving on. So Tommy Lee. So we hope Tommy recovers. But Dave, like speaking of this, like what's your sense of how this is going? I mean, we led up to this so much with Vince. Is Vince pulling this off? Like what's what's going on? I've I've read some good reviews. So I and I've heard I, I haven't really watched a whole lot of the, the clips, but obviously like a, half the YouTube quality is like real terrible. So you can't terrible. really tell, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well um, you could tell pretty you could tell pretty well with those YouTube clips of Vince and at the, the, the state fair last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, you totally could. Yeah, you're it's oh a good my point. God. I, you know, I saw some pictures like on Instagram and stuff. He looks better. It looks like he dropped a little weight. Drops not weight. a lot. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> yeah, let's not 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 a lot but you know i don't know i can't imagine it's like really good but um yeah he's doing his thing you know mick mars looks pretty good actually yeah he has he's someone with some serious health problems he's got some very serious health problems yeah he's got ankylosing spondylitis so he's his back i mean he can barely move so he and that's why he's never been much of a well not never but he hasn't been much of a dynamic guitar player on stage for many years because of that so that reason yeah 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 yeah. so but he's awesome like he's i mean killer one he's like crazy is he is he is he underrated or is he just Yes. I feel like he kind of is. Yes. Yes, I totally. Is now, he? we always like to put, you know, we always put the benchmark in like you're not going to put him in a top 10, right? Would you yeah, no, would no, you no, put no. him in a top like say 25 of all time? I I don't know if I'd even go 25, but would you? 
Oh, I mean, maybe. I, I, I don't mean 25 is a short list. That's a if short talk about list. All time. Yeah. But if we if we want to hone in on the 80s. Maybe. I mean, he, oh, he and was the, yeah, def- yeah. of all the amazing guitar players out there in the 80s, um, and there was a ton of them. Like it was a Shredville and Shredfest. Yes. You know, and there were some amazing players in the 80s. But I, I would say like the way that he got the riffs and the sound that he had, like he he's definitely up there with one of the best of that era. Oh, he totally metal is. era. He totally. I mean, is. he's he's just awesome. You know, those string of bands that came through. Like he's, you know, I, I would put him up there with like, um, you know, any of the big '80s guys. I mean, obviously you got you got Eddie Van Halen, but you know, you know, I would even put him ahead of some of the greats from the '80s, like Warren D. Martini. Ooh, and, um, and people wow, like hot that, take, right? Yeah, take. yeah. I mean, those guys, and even you know, I would put them up. I don't know if I'd put them ahead of George Lynch, but um, I don't think you could. I would do that. Put, well, I, I would put them. Well, I would put them up there with George. I would. Yeah, I would. I don't know if you. I mean, no, think of I the riffs, know. dude, and the sounds. You know what? That's a that's a really that that's a really good comparison. Mick yeah. Mars and George Lynch, in terms yeah. of like that, in terms of that like level of guitar. If you're gonna talk like, say, let's let's just open it up to top fifty of that certainly in yeah, that yeah. era you can you can narrow that list down in that era, you would probably put both of those guys in the top twenty five. Um oh yeah, 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 yeah. But in terms of like in terms of the riffs that both those guys were putting out back then, I mean, come on. Oh, oh. I mean definitely like George was definitely a little more technical with the Shreddy McShreddersons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Shred- um <laughs> but just like mick was like the you know he really liked his you know his riffs and even his some of his uh, solos that were shreddy enough just like really well done and well like timed and placed and i don't know i think mick is one i think he is i think people you know maybe don't recognize him for kind of his incredible uh, contribution he made to rock music so no i think you're right now I wonder though because you because you know Nikki Six is the pretty much the main songwriter. Uh, I wonder. That's true. I wonder how many of the riffs though he wrote. You know, did Mick? How many of the riffs did Mick contribute it's a, to? It's a really good question. Know? But you think about like bringing like you know how, you can't write. I mean, look, no offense to bassists, but like you know riffs don't really come <laughs> sorry, alive Christina. on the band. Yeah, sorry, Christine. <laughs> my Christine is the bass player in my band. Um, you know, sorry, sorry, Steve, who listens. Sorry, um, Steve. Another bass player I've played with. You guys are awesome, but you know, you, you know, you think of a riff, you don't think of a bass. Yeah, but Mick, you Mick, know, uh, Nikki Six plays guitar. You know, he wrote, no, he writes I, all I, these I songs right. on guitar. No, you know, so okay, maybe he wrote them on guitar. That's great, but Mick really brought them. <laughs> oh, to that's life great. And, yeah, they're, 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 and and Mick, but Mick was the one playing them. Oh right? no, no, Mick's no, the I, one on the recordings. I and agree. It's the his sound and his tone, and you know. So anyway. <laughs> and let's listen, not turn that, this into a debate about i think we should turn it into the a best debate. 80s guitarists but, oh man um, we could go on all night with the best 80s guitarists but definitely I mean, those there's two so of them, many george like Lynch. what about richie sambora would you put him up there richie sambora i i would okay if you're gonna go 80s if you're gonna go just 80s decade right i i would yeah. definitely i i would say 80s alone you'd probably put sambora in the top 10 easy no yeah. no questions asked um he, he'd probably be in those in that Probably closer to the top five, I would say, yeah. Um, yeah. if you're going to go that decade. But um, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people don't aren't as familiar with, I mean, you certainly know, you know, Dawkins songs. Right? Yeah, no, no, you know, but it's true. But, but you, you don't you know, are, you didn't know that it was yeah. George Lynch. 
It's true. Like George just isn't as much of a household name as, you right. know, and even Dawkins just not as much of a household name as no. Motley Crue. I mean, Motley is, you know, by far like one of the biggest acts out of the eighties and of all time for that matter. Right. So, I mean, have you listened um, to some of the Lynch mob stuff though? I mean, that's incredible. It's, incredible. it's, look, it's just crazy George, good. George Lynch's body of work is unbelievable. And he's, he's got like a good body too. Oh, okay. Where are we going there tonight? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is he like Phil Collin, good body? I, I mean, back in the day, like, hey, he was pretty cut. Speaking yeah. of, you know, Phil Collin's been wearing clothes on this tour. What the hell? Really? Well, that's just very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he let oh, it go man. during COVID, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe he doesn't have up. the six pack and he's like, you know what? I can't do this can't anymore unless this. I have the six pack. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to grease up and get out there like, you know, like I'm in a Mr. Universe competition. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway. <laughs> oh, well, this Anyways. one. They, this thing went off the rails in about ten minutes. Yeah, it really, so, yeah. It really did. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, what else we got? We we have any other news or is that it? Um. Well, yeah. We got. We do have some news. So ZZ Top, how do you feel about this? Is uh, putting out new music and obviously oh, with um. With uh, you know, Dusty dying, uh, they're obviously their bassist, uh, yeah, the famous, yeah. you know, the famous other half of uh, ZZ Top, ZZ, yeah, um, and apparently Elmwood, Elwood Francis, I think, is their guitar tech, and he's he's going to be kind of like the fill in, and he's playing on the album, so and he's been yeah. filling out, he's been filling in and on tour, so um, yeah. How do we feel Look, about I mean, like it based on it? Isn't like this isn't like. Uh, you know, Van Halen brings on Sammy and they put out a couple of great albums. This is like kind of a, a big difference when you lose, you know, one half of what ZZ Top really was. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's hard. I mean, you know, it's hard when bands have to move on and, you know, these bands are a machine to some extent and there's a lot of people kind of depending on these bands continuing. So I can see where they you know, say like, let, let the show go on. And, you know, maybe Dusty probably would have wanted the show to go on. Right. Oh, he um, already, he did. He said that yeah, too when he started, yeah. when he, when he became uh, ill with, I think the, yeah. the earlier, so before I, he knew it, it was, you know. So I think I, you know, I think, you know, going out on the road and playing those songs, it, it's a really great tribute to him, you know, to do that. I mean, yeah. Put out new music. I mean, if we're honest, like, is everybody, is anybody really paying attention to ZZ Top new, new music? I mean, Billy Gibbons we is will. an absolute monster. Oh, Billy Gibbons. Yeah. He's, we I mean, we so, will because we were, we're we big will, Billy we, fans. Yeah. Exactly. Because we love, a lot of people love Billy, but, um, you know, but it's like, you know, the show goes on. They play. They pay tribute to all the amazing music that ZZ made and Dusty was a part of. And that's you know, and and the show goes on and life goes on. You know, that's would you would you works. would you put Billy Gibbons at icon status? Oh, totally. Okay. Are you kidding me? Just making sure oh we my agree. God. All right, there we go. I mean, you think about ZZ. You think about you think about ZZ. You think about Billy. Like he's part of the ones that have defined that Texas blues sound. Oh, right? totally. And he's like one of the few that's remaining that's, you know, keeping it going. Yeah. You know, so it, it's kind of unbelievable, like, what he's been able to do. So, oh, yeah, he's he's definitely an iconic guy. You know, you're talking about, talking about top 25. He's he's easily in it. Oh, easily you in know? it, yeah. So he's, you know, he's, oh, yeah. And I I'd believe to, if you, know, you if I'd love I, to see them. Yeah, so. I think, well, we could, we could see, uh, would you see, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd go, I, I don't know if I could bring, I, say, I would want to see Billy play. But yeah. I, but at the same time, it would be like, we're not really seeing ZZ Top, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So, but it's like, you know, you know, you see Billy, you know, he he's no spring chicken either, Billy. No, so. I don't actually think he's a chicken either. 
No, he's probably not a chicken. That's, that's true. But anyway, he's born in the winter he's, too. He's uh, <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> was he? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't track birthdays. <laughs> I thought that was your job on the podcast. Was that my job? Is there like we we shout out birthdays? We're like one of those radio shows that shouts out like celebrity birthdays. Like <laughs> we totally oh, sh- we should be shouting today, out like guitar birthdays <laughs> today. Billy Gibbons turned seventy five. <laughs> is he seventy five? How old no, is Billy no Gibbons? Idea. I know he's pretty old, man. Did you see that po- picture floating around Facebook? And I know I've seen it before, but it was uh, Keith Richards, and he's bent over with a guitar with his like little like two or three year old in front of him, and it says like, what does it say? Keith, who was he teaching guitar to? <laughs> I forget now. Of course, <laughs> oh, I wanted no. to bring it up, but I can't remember who it was. So, um, so Billy's is um, seventy two. Seventy two, and, he, and okay. he was born in the winter. He was born. Get See? this, Dave. I knew December sixteenth. Oh, two days before me. I was gonna say right, right around your yeah. day. You guys, you guys are whatever freaking you know. I knew he was. Sign. I, I I knew he was born in the winter because at some point I knew that he was born around my birthday. I don't remember why I knew that, but that's why I said that. So. There you go. And anyway, there it is. Yeah, there it is, it. man. And uh, that was this so, week's guitar dad's. <laughs> That's it. See you guys yeah, later. See you later. Well, we, we, we want to get into the next uh, segment. So we're going to do a segment we haven't done in a while. Long time. Love yes. you long time. No, we have not done this. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> wow, this is, this is, what dude, this is what happens. We record on a different that? night. It just gets what totally thrown off the rails. What does that mean? Anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, anyways, we're going to do getting, a segment. Speaking of getting vertical. <laughs> Yeah, we have, we're going to do something we haven't done in a while, which is which is whatever happened to. Where yes. this is where we f- feature a band from. I don't know. We've been focusing on like the '90s, like this yeah. kind of post '90s, early 2000s kind of post grunge uh, era, where we you know which really took over the airwaves um, at that time. So we've been going through the bands we did Bush. Um, a while back yeah you guys seem to love that that was uh one of our better yeah. episodes in terms yeah, you of guys uh, like listenership that so yeah thank you we've done live we've done fuel we've done yep. we've done a few of them we've done um what are the other ones a tonic tonic we've done a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're digging into soda this. But, then, but then we re- <laughs> other like, pop. other sports drinks but pop then, yeah but, the, <laughs> but then we re- then we realized that we haven't done a vertical horizon which, you know, they probably weren't as big as these other... Well, they were as big as these other bands that we've done were, but they, they didn't have the kind of longevity and staying power that these other bands that we've talked about ha- have had. So, um, so but still, we thought we'd talk about them. And, you know, the other thing that's interesting about about Vertical Horizon is they're a local band. They're from this this Boston area. And it's like, why didn't we... Why didn't we why didn't we do these guys earlier? So there you go. I, yeah, it's a good point. So, uh, yeah, kick it off. So Vertical Horizon, so you guys probably remember this band. If you don't remember it, they had the big song called Everything You Want, which goes like this. She's everything you want. He's everything you need. Remember that? You know? You know I think you should you know? play it. I think you should play you know? it on the go get your guitar and play it. No. <laughs> everything you want. Yeah, I mean that's a that, that was a massive song. It was too, a it was so. a huge hit in um ninety nine. 1999, and that was off their and, second uh, record, which really broke it out for them. I think that was their first late, their major late, first. It was major their label first signing, major right? label. Yeah. yeah, they they were they started in '91. They you know released all these a few albums that really didn't um really didn't actually. I'm wrong. You know, let's go back. They released all these albums that really didn't do a lot. Um, 
well, they did, it got them noticed enough and they built like a kind of underground uh, following and then they got uh, signed in the late 90s and put out this album, this major label album in the in the, in the 99. And anyway, so I'm actually wrong. They're really not a local band. They Matt Scannell um, is the guy. He's, I think, from, uh, what is it, Dave? Where is he from? I think he's from Worcester. Worcester. Massachusetts, Worcester. Worcester, Massachusetts, and they actually formed in in Georgetown um, at Georgetown University. Georgetown University, um, not Georgetown, Massachusetts, not Georgetown, Massachusetts, which is next to where I live, but um, is at Georgetown University, and um, and they formed there, and they kind of were in that kind of late '90s scene, um, you know, like kind of run, running with those circles, like Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Dispatch, OAR. We should actually talk about uh, Dispatch and OAR. Actually, it's like what, what happened to them too. What happened to them um, too? They're still um, out but there. But it was that kind of like style of music. But I would argue, like you know, Vertical Horizon was more on the kind of electric, kind of rockier side than these other bands that were more acoustic focused. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, yo, totally. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right, yeah. right. They were more, much more rock. They got much more, more rock. rock like not Dave not really Matthews. grunge. Like like Matt said, like, like post-grunge, but like it, they were kind of leading back into like the rock, you know, that, that kind of that kind of sound. It wasn't really grungy at all. Um, yeah. For sure. And I just remember that song coming out. That was such a massive hit. And it was all over the yep. place, all over the radio. Uh, they had one, one other song. They had one other tune off that record too that was big, and I forget what it was. What, what was the, it? Do you have the track? It list? was two, there was actually two other uh, singles off that. Two album. other. So this. So that album was huge. So that. So that. So everything you want went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Then they had two other um, singles off that album called "You're a God." You're a God. That? Yes. You're a yeah. God, and the best I ever had, which was a. Like a ballad, like you were the best I ever had. Ah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, and they kind of got in the Billboard Hot 100 too, but they didn't achieve that number one spot. Like everything you want did. Um, that album, everything you want, went double platinum. That's huge. You know, so um, that's pretty, pretty big. It's pretty big. It's pretty. So, so they were kind of on top of the world. You know, then they put out another album in um, September 2003, and it just really, it was like the classic sophomore slump. And, um, you know, it really, it really never really broke like the Hot 100. It did okay. They had like one uh, single on it, and that was in, like I said, 2003. And then after that, it was just kind of downhill from there. Um, they, but they've they had... On a, yeah, they yeah, went on no, a five-year. They went on a five-year hiatus after that second album because they really just kind of slumped down. Then, then I think they had. I think what happened there is they. Um, it doesn't really say it. I can't really uh, find it, but I just happened to know that they ran into like label issues and all these different things. I'll tell you a quick story about this because I actually had some personal experience with the band back in like the early two thousands. I was. It was around this time. It was probably right when this. Um, second album was coming out. Um, um, they actually no, it was after this. It, I think it was after this. I think it was around two thousand four, two thousand five. After the second album had come out, I was opening for a band called The Samples. I don't know if you guys ever. Heard oh of them. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember the Samples. Them. Yeah, it actually wasn't the full band. It was it was a couple of guys. It was like an acoustic thing because this is back when I was playing solo acoustic. It was just a sample of the band. It yeah. was just it was a sample of the samples. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's exactly right. So so that's what it was. So it was like the guy that was the lead singer and like the guitarist of the samples. And I opened for them and the drummer for Vertical Horizon was hanging out backstage. And, um, and, you know, because I was the opening act, I was hanging out uh, backstage and, 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 you know, and the, and the samples guys were cool and they introduced me. They're like, you know, this, this guy's a drummer for Vertical Horizon. I'm like, what? That's incredible. I um, do recall the story. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this, Dave. And, and, you know, and I was talking to him and I was like, you know, that was a great first album. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a hell of a ride, but he basically proceeded to tell me like you know, this second album isn't doing so well and it looks like RCA is going to drop us. Wow. And I, and I was like, wow. But he was really pissed off about it because, um, you know, he just felt like they weren't, RCA didn't promote the album enough. They kind of turned their back on them, you know, after they just had this massive, you know, double platinum album. So it was, it was quite an interesting conversation I, I had with them back then. So, and then, you know, then it just seems like it kind of went downhill from there and, um, you know, but they, they it sounds you know, they put out some good stuff after that, you know, in those mid two thousands. Um, you know, Neil Pert from Rush actually yep. played drums on on a few songs on the Oh he did. Album. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, wow. yeah. Um so, so that's interesting you know, to me because here here's a band who just made RCA uh you know, a boat ton of money. And they're and they wouldn't you know if what he's saying is true and they're not out there massively promoting their second record with them that's a really interesting story i wonder i, I wonder what the details are there though you yeah know, yeah i mean there's I always don't know. I don't there's know. always three sides to every story so yeah <laughs> that's true but you know according to the drummer and according to matt scannell you know the lead guitarist scannell is it scannell Sc- it sounds Scannel. like it sounds Scannel. like scandal yeah. maybe there is a scandal here <laughs> well i mean they were very upset about it and i remember the <laughs> I remember the guy, I remember the guy from the samples, like busting his balls. And he was like, and he was like, oh yeah, we're looking for a new label. And then the guy from the samples just looks over and he goes, oh, what, what label are you looking at? Sudden death records. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. I was, like, I was like, that's, I was like, that's rough. That is really rough. Obviously they were buddies. So it was like, okay, it didn't go over like that, but oh my God. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I didn't know what, what to like laugh or what. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> That's interesting because right around that time, so they if you look back to, they have gone through more lineup changes than the 2012 uh, Boston yeah. Red Sox. I mean, it's yeah. kind of crazy. Can't even keep <laughs> yeah. track. You look you look at this list and it's like, so when all these people coming in and out and that, that kind of coincides around with that time as well in a way, some of these yeah. guys. Yeah. So you wonder what the you wonder what the real story is there and what, what RCA was thinking and maybe there was some justification in 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 considering do they end up dropping them did they actually do it yeah i think so yeah it doesn't really say here on the wiki but um let's see i'm going to say it was the group's first release it doesn't say well let's see let's go let, let, let's look it doesn't doesn't really say <laughs> it doesn't really say man it's interesting yeah i don't know i mean it seems a little bit again there's always three sides to every story so it is a little bit fishy but because again that to go double platinum and then a, re- a label is going to drop you it's really no what yeah so the third album was not on rca it was on a different label yeah, so yeah they, they that's were interesting they were dropped that's were crazy dropped. yeah i mean it's unbelievable it's really unbelievable you know what i'd so, want to go back and listen to that album and see if it, how did it does it really hold up to um to everything yeah. you want because 
you know, and the, what's the what's that album called? Go and Go 2.0. Yeah, that, that's I'm, exactly I'm right. That yep, right. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah. So who knows? Right. Maybe, 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 maybe RCA had a reason. Maybe if we listen to it, maybe there's, the songs just aren't as good. I mean, you can't always expect. And again, so, like you said, sophomore slump. But a lot of bands, a lot of bands have fallen into that sophomore slump. But almost oh yeah, just it's like as the many, kiss of death. It's a kiss of death. But. Uh, Almost as many bands have done very well with their second album. No, too. it's 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 a great point. You could name a bunch of bands that have done even better on their second. So, it it's a t- it just goes to show you, like it's it's really hard to consistently yeah, one, put one, out one amazing band material. That did, one band that did much better on their second, as far as I'm concerned, that lesser known band. I don't know if you've heard of them. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> familiar with them? That's right. You know, Rolling Stone famously said Led Zeppelin one was you know not good. Um, so, so there you go. Um, well, I mean, I think it was unbelievable, but I think <laughs> I two know, was I like, know, but two I mean, was like what the hell, crazy good. What the hell were they thinking? But yeah. no, but it looks like, you know, just to bring it up to date, it looks like Matt Scannell or Scannell, however we say his name is still, is still rolling and he's still um, rolling with a bunch of other dudes and he released an album, um, back in 2018. So it's actually interesting. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. So again, you know, we did we did this with Third Eye Blind, and we brought up the fact that um, we did. That's right. Oh, oh, now I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, lead singer. Uh, oh, something. Jenkins. 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 Yeah, Stephen yeah. Jenkins. Um, yeah. You know, why is he continuing on with essentially a completely different lineup and calling it Third Eye Blind? And you mentioned, you know, well, it's got the cachet, the name, and and everything else. And so did Vertical Horizon back in the day. But when have you last heard of Vertical Horizon putting out anything that anybody really talks about? No, so it, I find it kind of uh, interesting that it's an that interesting, he's still yeah. he's still performing under that name. Yeah, it is really interesting. So you know, I don't know. You know, he. I'll tell you what. He was one of the few guys, you know, that I saw really performing in the mainstream with PRS guitars, other than Carlos Santana. <laughs> oh, oh, really? He's a, I didn't know he was a PRS artist. Yeah, okay. yeah, totally. He still is. He actually still pops up on YouTube and stuff, like promoting a PRSs. So it's pretty cool. Oh. I mean, he's awesome. He's he he was basically like the lead player in the band too. Um, you yeah, know, they was, weren't yeah. like a super guitar-y, solo-y band, but they you know they, they had some rock and stuff. And I remember like that was when I first like really started to get into PRSs and recognize. I mean, I always knew Santana played this this thing called the PRS, but you know, back in the early two thousands, I was like, oh, like this is really interesting. This PRS stuff. Um, I don't know. Actually, that's actually a good point. I don't know if Mark Tremonti was playing him back then when he was in Creed. <laughs> oh yeah, that's was you he? know what? I don't yeah, think we've ever really same, talked about that. It was around, around the same, same time. time. Yeah. yeah, late nineties. Oh Creed, yeah, late nineties. Creed was coming out. Creed was. I don't huge. know if he was playing PRSs when Creed started coming out. I think it took him a little while to get there. But um, yeah, Matt Skinnell, he was um, he was playing PRSs. He was you know, on MTV and everywhere playing PRSs. So wow, before it was you know before it is what it is today you know so well there you have it that's what's going on with uh vertical that's, horizon that's but, whatever um, happened to vertical horizon yeah there you go but um speaking of band well bands uh, uh let's talk about bands that we and you should be seeing this summer because we got some exciting tours going on which summer, some of which we've already talked about that's right this is the Guitar Dads Summer Tour Preview. Yeah, we really need some like you know music here. <laughs> so, Dave, what? This what, is such a letdown. So let's let, let's let's talk about let let's talk about the ultimate Guitar Dad thing, which is 
When you get old, when you get older and you have kids and you have a job, even if you don't have kids, you're just older and you have a job. It's really hard to go to these weeknight concerts. That's totally. I've been saying that for years, even before <laughs> you. And it's and you always gave me criticism. Then finally, like the hammer came down. You're like, yeah, yeah, I can't be doing these weeknight shows anymore. It, it, I mean, so so this really impacts when Dave and I are talking about which bands we're going to go see. Unless it's like the our most favorite band in the world, like you know, just name all the guitar dad bands. Yeah, um, we're likely not going to make the trek out because it's just too much to deal with on a weeknight. If that isn't if that isn't the saddest guitar dad, <laughs> that, that's so sad. That's, that's almost as bad as I'm not going to play a Marshall on my gig because I can't lift the uh, amp. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that. That probably is right up there with that. Now I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out on the okay. podcast. All right, because. I wanted to go, contrary to what you just said, I yeah. did want to go out to, now we live, for those of you new to the show, we both live in um, eastern Massachusetts on like the, the like kind of North Shore area. Of, the of, North Shore uh, of Massachusetts, yeah, Massachusetts. Which is the best shore of Massachusetts. It is the best shore. Um, and the we had seen the Black Crows, their uh, 30th anniversary, uh, Shake Your Money, Make a Tour last September. Yeah, but we weren't uh, going to miss that. No, and we weren't going to miss that. That was on a weeknight, and we, you know, we struggled to get through the next day, but that was fine. But anyway, we that was one of the best, if not the best, sounding show I've ever been to. It was and awesome. they're coming. And the reason I mentioned the 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 east eastern seaboard of uh, or the east east coast of Massachusetts is because they are playing out in Tanglewood, which is out in Western Mass, on a weeknight. And when I saw these tickets go on sale, I said, we are going. We're taking a day off. We're going to drive out there. We'll take the next day off. We have to go see this show. And what did you say? I said, I'm not doing that. I'm not driving out to Tango. It's like three hours away. Dude. That was like one of the most killer shows we've ever seen. We have to see it again. It's too well, late now. It's next you know, It's next uh, Wednesday night. We can still well, do it. We can stay at Bob Heck's house. That's right. Hey, Bobby, listening? Let us let us stay at your Bob, house. You here? Did I ever invite Bob to the group? I think you might have. I don't know. Bob, we're gonna put this clip on the group. You anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, but to your that's point. That's a good point. Yeah. But it's like it's a, that's like a big commitment. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, it's a big, it's a good show. I don't no, know. No, you're right. It is. But but so so this comes down to you know Dave and I are so old and lazy. And set in our ways that we only want to go to like weekend shows. Mostly lazy. Although we've been to most, every well, show we've been to this year has been, except for the Dirty Honey show, that's has a good been point. a weeknight show. Yeah, we saw Slash on a Sunday night, which was brutal. No, no that we was saw a Rivals, Monday. We, that was a Monday night. We saw Rival Sons on a Sunday, Sunday. night. We saw, uh, 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 we saw the, the Almond Family Revival. We saw them on a Tuesday. That's right. Oh, and you're Slash right. on a Monday. Yeah, where I potentially got COVID. Yeah, that's right. Where that's you potentially right. got COVID. <laughs> you sacrificed your body for the fans. That's right. That was a great this show. show, by the way. That's, yeah. that's such a great show. Crazy um, show. Anyway, um, what do you guys what do you guys think? What 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 do you think, Dave? What what do you think is a, a show that you want to see this, this summer? I think there's so many killer shows, but you you're right because we've hit this point of no return with the age thing and the and the kids thing. It's like the weeknights are really tough. I'll tell you, Sammy's coming back with the circle. You know, Sammy, Michael Anthony, Vic Johnson, and of course yep. Jason Bonham. Yep. Um and they they put on a kid. We've seen them. Uh, we've seen them twice. No, we saw them once. But they they once. Yep. they are crazy. They they're just 
I mean, Sammy's freaking crazy. It's so a great it's like, show. It's such it's a, a great, great show. show. But it's a weeknight, and it's about an hour and 15 minutes away from us, so yeah. we kind of said, no, we can't do it. This is a depressing segment. It's very depressing, because it's like you got to take a day off from work, and then you got to okay, do we, this so and that. Okay, we, so we... We are going to a weeknight show, and that is Hailstorm. We are. And we, and we got awesome tickets. It's right in but that's Boston. in Boston, yeah. It's right in Boston, so it's not super far from us. We're going to live it up. We're going to drink, you know, you know, 24-ounce beers. It's going to be awesome. Now, see, weeknight shows in Boston, because I know I can get home kind of quickly, I would do it. You do that. Yeah, no, I I, I think that's right. And the down other thing the is- Down at the shed, down at the Xfinity center or whatever they're calling it these days so it's there's like a yep. shed show you know yeah um those kinds of places that, that i just can't weeknights i can't do that it's too far away yeah so th- i think that's a good show is the sammy show but i, th- I agree I, I just don't think we're going to be able to see hit you're that. already yawning i am i'm, I'm tired just even because i'm tired it. because i'm just thinking about how tired i'm going to be if i go to these shows um but <laughs> it's but it's but it's really interesting. So, so we're gonna go see Hailstorm. Who else are we gonna see? Why don't you? I'm not gonna be around for the stadium tour, but I think for the for this show, you need to go to the stadium tour. Which one? The, the stadium tour. For, what Leopard stadium? Crew. Oh, at Fenway. Yes. Yeah. So, so I think what we're gonna do on that is I think I will try to score like a last minute ticket. You've like got to talk- go to. We were this. talking about last week on the news that, um, you know, the tickets are just outrageously priced. But you know, you can sometimes score a deal like week of, day of. So I, I might try that um, if I can keep my plans open and, and uh, figure it out because I, I kind of want. Wait, are you here? This. I think you're going away. When are you going? To, oh wait, you're, what's you're the traveling? Date? Oh it's no, it's August fifth and sixth. I think I'm away. Oh, hold on. Which is another thing. Like, that's the other thing that interrupts the whole guitar dad lifestyle. You're away with family your kids vacations. and family. Which is great. We love it. We absolutely love going on vacations with our families. But at the same time, I missed Guns N' Roses last year because of it. We're going to miss the stadium tour because of yeah, it Yeah, you're right. Year. August uh, 5th and 6th. I actually fly, in on, actually fly in on the 6th from my family vacation. So uh, you're right. Well, you so that's, that so that's not, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Who else we got this summer? Um, there's some well, big tours going out this year. So there's like a million COVID, tours yeah. going on because of COVID. So we got you know ZZ Top we just talked about. Yep, they're playing in Boston. Um, you know that is a Friday night, Dave. Maybe we think about that. Joe, Maybe. you're going to see. You're going to go see Bonamassa again. Kids getting I'm in the way see, of that. I'm going to see Bonamassa. Um, that's going to be a fun show up at the Hampton Casino Ballroom on the. What's beach. the date? Of, what's the date of that show now? See, That's Friday is, the 11th or. Oh, it is 10th? a Friday. Because it's a Friday. The, I thought it was the Saturday. Okay, never. You should try anyway. to go with me. You yeah, should try we'll to see. go. Um, Zach Brown Band is playing, and Fenway. You know, but Fenway just has all, like a string of bands like. Um, coming so this, this they got a, so many, they got a this, string of bands and a string of bad sound there's so many <laughs> i i know we've talked about this so much about fenway park everybody's like oh be you so can't cool go to, to a show at fenway park you it'd can't. be so cool to go see a show at fenway park but it sucks it sucks i mean that's the stadium tour is there too but it, the sound is terrible it, it really is it sucks um you know who else is doing a tour? We mentioned this before, but Roger Waters, Roger Waters is going touring, out. Yeah. So that that's yeah. kind of interesting. I wonder how that's going to be. I mean, maybe it's going to be good. I don't know. Uh, Elton John's doing a stadium he's tour. Fin- yeah, he's he's on yep. his he's on his, his uh, you know goodbye tour. So yep, yep. So that's and, that's um, a big one. 
And there's another, and, and there's another, uh, there's another big show. And now, of course, because we're uh, recording this, I cannot think of it. So you'll have to do it for me. But Is we, it Backstreet we, Boys? No, not Backstreet. Oh, geez, that, that's not really a guitar <laughs> dad band. But I would totally go to that show. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Yes, yes, I would, and so would you. New Kids on the Block. I mean, would you would you go because of the whole Boston thing? New Kids know. on the Block. They, Where are they playing? They're playing, they're playing the Garden. Oh, the Garden. And see, well, another another show, another venue that has really terrible Unbe- sound, except for YouTube. Unbelievable, YouTube. unbelievable. Yeah, so I, I think it's okay. I think it depends where you sit. If you sit in the rafters, the sound sucks. <laughs> well, that's why we go to the show. That's why we go to these seats. amphitheater shows, yeah. because the sound is always good there, you know? So I'm going to see. I just bought tickets today. I didn't even tell you this, Dave. Um, oh, oh, oh. You're going to reveal this, it. This guy's a little more obscure, but a, a guy that we really love, a singer-songwriter named Matt Nathanson. Oh yeah, um, of course. I mean, we. He's. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Matt Nathanson. He's. You know, I wouldn't call him a guitar dad um, artist, but you know, he does play a killer acoustic, um, a Taylor acoustic twelve string, and he's 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 awesome. He's he's like a. Where's he playing? He's he's doing this tour where he's playing um, an album. He's celebrating the fifteenth anniversary of his album Some Mad Hope, which I think is his best album. Wow, that's fifteen and, years uh, old. I know. Oh I my know, god. I know. And um, I think it's his best album. And he is, is doing that in its entirety. And he's releasing a new album called Boston Accent that's coming out um, oh, soon where's as well. The, where's so this show? He's we playing at the Wilbur this. Theater. Oh, the Wilbur. Okay. Yeah, which is another, like a, for those of you who don't know, that's like, it's like a Broadway uh, theater that we another, have in Boston. Another theater yeah. that Boston doesn't seem to want to keep, uh, want to do any kind of restoration with. The Wilbur, uh, the Orpheum. Yeah. These are yeah, theaters yeah, yeah. that were used to be beautiful. And you see pictures from other bands that are touring theaters across the country that are completely restored yes. and in great shape. And these two theaters in Boston could be that, but they're not. And they're really trashy. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. Yep, yep, I think that's right. Um, we another, saw all my family revival at the Orpheum Theater. Was the the, the place is trashed? It's, I, a, it's I agree a, not with a you. good place to see a show. I, I totally agree with you. Um, but get this: so Kid Rock is going out, but that's not all that exciting. I'll um, tell you what: I saw Kid Rock open for Aerosmith back in the early two thousands. He puts on a killer live show. He 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 travels with an absolutely killer band. So I, I agree with you. Like I've seen live stuff like on TV with him, and I, I agree. Um, but he's got he's his special guest for the tour is is a foreigner, which I think really? is interesting. But foreigner is one of those bands that's like, it's like they're Foreigner's not really like White Snake. You know, it's kind of like yeah. Well, they they don't even have any. I don't think there's any original members in. No, there isn't. And foreigner. No, that's why they call him foreigner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, that could be what's going on. When they were first named, it was there was like a premonition. Listen, we're all, we're gonna just keep losing members left and right. We're gonna be just like a like a rotating band, and we'll call it foreigner. Yeah, yeah, special guest yeah. Uh, foreigner. So there you go. So that's kind of interesting. The foreigners going out with um with Kid Rock. So that's you know you know whatever. It's a fun time. So there, there, there's something for you guys. Um, I don't know what else we got. That's probably all we that that's probably all we got. That's exciting. So we'll probably cut it off there. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great concert season, though. I mean, seriously, because of COVID and all these tours coming back, if you're not hitting a show this year, you know, it's it, it's it's this is the year to hit the shows. So I think that's uh, true. Yeah, it, comment, comment below, comment below or comment in our Instagram and our uh, Facebook group and let us know what shows. What are you guys looking for to see this year? And what are you going to spend your money on? What are you going to do it? Because it's expensive. 
very expensive. Yeah. So yeah, what I think I don't know, Dave. I think we'll I think we'll wrap it. What do you think? Oh, you want to wrap? Yeah, I guess we can kind of wrap. Wrap it like a gift. Yeah, I think that was uh, <laughs> before the before I run out of really bad jokes. Um, <laughs> that was this week's Guitar Dads podcast. That's it. Keep rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip. <laughs>